Yo, 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 it's your boy Michael Triotea, and I'm here with the Ghetto Flower Fresh Flowers podcast. You already know what it is. Got my main man, co host Q, in the building. What's good, bro? We got another good guest. Hell yeah. Very excited for this very special guest. I'd like to introduce you all to the one and only. Hi, my name is Mariah Cologne. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hell yeah. Super, super dope to have you here with us today. Obviously, this is your first time on the Ghetto Flowers. So we're really going to tap into, you know, a lot of your background and your upbringings and, you know, really just kind of get to know each other and, you know, uh, try to understand a little bit more about what you're working on and, and how you got to this point. So, you know, first and foremost, thank you. Thank you for coming through. Thanks for, for having real. me here. Hell this yeah. is exciting. Yeah, for real. No, we appreciate you sliding. And then, you know, like everybody that comes through, like that we first, you know, have sit down. We asked, obviously, the simple question, you know, like, what got you into music? Because I know there was something that, you know, so, some, something that you were hearing, whether it's from your parents or whatever, like, what, what, what got you into music? Um, I feel like a lot of different things. Um, my entire family is musically inclined. So um, my dad was in, like, a rap group in, like, the 90s. Ooh. So he, like... Uh, would perform he opened up for Kanye West and Bone Thugs and Harmony and then mm. he like completely stopped doing music so at like I don't even know like 11 12 he's like no we're gonna get you in the studio like for sure so I, I do have early memories of me being in the studio and my mom was a dancer so music was like always Dang. around I was named after Mariah Carey so oh, okay. I just grew up listening to music and it was around me um and everyone in my family can kind of play music by ear uh-huh. okay. so it's like no matter what room I'm in, someone's playing an instrument or whatever family right. party, there's people playing music. And, mm-hmm. you know. So I feel like I don't even have like an earliest memory of what got me into it. It just kind of was there already. I feel you. I feel you. Do you like Mariah Carey's music? <laughs> I can't lie to you. Like <laughs> when I'm going through it, like I'll put, I'll put on a ballad. She got the pipes, yo. Mariah Carey got the pipes. I'm not going to lie to you. I do. I feel you. I feel you. Early on, like, what was you, like, listening to? Like, what was, like, yeah, like, what was that, what was, like, the music that you were, like, yo, like, this is crazy? Um, Because of the fact that everyone listens to different music, like, my dad was really big on Nas, uh, Biggie, Tupac, mm-hmm. Big Pun, and then my mom was uh, really into Neo Soul and R&B, uh, Eric Badu, Lauryn right. Hill, um, and my brother is really close in age with me, we shared a room for a little bit, and he was into, like, uh, like emo, you know, he's five years older than me. He really liked My Chemical Romance, Panic at the Disco, wow. Fall Out Boy, uh-huh, shit like that. Yeah. Um, I yeah. took like inspiration from all of that. God damn. But I remember being in kindergarten and I would, uh, we had surround sound in my house and I would put Radio Disney on and then just lay on the floor. Uh-huh. Um, and I remember hearing like Taylor Swift, Teardrops on My Guitar. Uh-huh. Like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> like, she is changing the game right now. Like, I feel that. I was like seven. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was really like, I love her. I love her. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and then my first CD was Hannah Montana. My brother gave it to me mm-hmm. for my birthday. Um, so that's like the first two artists that kind of like influenced me to like, wow, I like singing, you know. But the first time that I considered like I want to make music was JoJo. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. For Christmas, like my grandma got me one of these like, it's like a knockoff iPad. It was like a mixed stick, but it was made from Disney. Uh-huh. And you only had a couple options. They only made like Jesse McCartney the whole album uh-huh. and then Jojo and some other terrible artists. <laughs> and so they gave me Jojo and like, you know, she was so soulful and like, I don't know, man, like till this day, like I can listen to that album and like, that is like, um, 
a really big influence on my sound. Like, especially the, so the okay. new project that I'm going to be dropping. Like, if you listen to it, you can pull influence from JoJo. Wow. Yeah, and I was really, really young, you know? But I was like, man, she has, like, amazing vocal range. She's singing about some real shit. It's like, relationships. <laughs> I was literally under 10. But I was like, man, like, I you feel her. It. Yeah. It, and she was just, like, all I wanted to be. So, yeah. yeah JoJo, Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus, you know? Um, yeah. And Taylor Swift. What was her biggest smash hit, JoJo? What was it? Oh, um, she had I'm two forgetting. of them. What? So, it was Leave, Get Out, and one? then A Little Too Late. I think it was a little too late. I think that yeah, a little too late. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking about. That's so interesting. I love how you brought up the iPad thing because I remember they had those things. Uh, Y'all ever had those toothbrush things? Yep. Where yes, I did. The Fireflies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah. I did. I had the Hannah Montana one. Yeah. I had all of those. Anything on the commercial, I was like, I need that, mom. Like, yeah, I had that one. It was pretty cool. That, that's dope. So, like, how did you like transition from that? Like, from like peeping all that stuff and actually like. Oh, yeah, you had the early studio. You were going to the studio early yeah, on. Yeah, before so that, though, like, I went to the studio because I had already written my own music. And okay. I was, like, in eighth grade. But um, I remember I was at a Target with my mom. And I was like, Mom, like, I really want this keyboard. And mm -hmm. she was like, I'm not about to buy that for you. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you have to. Like, you have to get it for me. And she was like, you can't even play it. Like, why am I going to spend $200 on this for you? And I was like, well, if I play it right now, will you buy it? And because we... I, like my whole family plays by ear, like whatever was playing, I kind of just like match pitch, played a little melody, and she's mm. like, All right, yeah, I'll buy it for you. Oh, you can play this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And she was like, Okay, yeah, I'll get it for you. And then I took it home, and like I was just sitting there all day before school, after school, like I was like fully invested into playing piano. Um, and then I wrote a song. So, like at that point, my dad's like, well, Come on, let's take you to the studio. Yeah. But that's kind of like how it happened. It was just like, so I really, really wanted to play piano. And you know, they had got me a guitar in kindergarten, but my brother like finessed it off me and like sold it. <laughs> and I never even had a chance to play <laughs> it. I don't even remember. I never had a chance to play it. It was like, a, it was just like a, I don't know, an electric guitar, mm -hmm. but no idea. I don't even think I played it at all. He just like took it and then I never saw it again. Damn, he sold that joint. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Someone out there it. got that guitar. No, oh God. Right, oh God. right. I don't know. But it's cool because like guitar wasn't something that I resonated with anyway. Yeah, but. you're more of a pianist and stuff. Yeah, I wanted to, um, we lived in an apartment and I really wanted to play drums. Uh -huh. My mom's like, yeah, there's no fucking way yeah. drums. Like. And that's like what I really, really wanted to do. And I had these like uh, drumsticks that I don't even know, like, they came with this little pad and they'd like make noises and but it didn't go anywhere because i obviously didn't play drums but mm -hmm. i could play the piano and that worked for me that's what's up yeah so and i love that you brought that up about like how like you were able to play the piano that well because you don't know what you obtained subconsciously yeah, yeah. And just from you know visualization like and that is so dope to hear because it it, it makes so much sense why you're so musically inclined yeah. because of just all the people in your crib right it's yeah so it's like you just hear it all the yeah. time and like so you weren't like traditionally taught how to play a piano you kind of no. just self-taught no, i like, everything that i play i don't know how to read music that's crazy yeah it's kind of like for that's a while impressive. growing up like i was kind of embarrassed i didn't call myself a musician i didn't tell people either because mm -hmm. they're like you know if you get into a room with a bunch of musicians they're like oh yeah um can you play a minor and and tune it to this and then this key and what the fuck are you saying right. like, i have no yeah. idea like i can just i'm like okay well you play it i'm gonna watch you and i can do it back Learn that you know what I mean? uh -huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. but like i was embarrassed for a while like how can i call myself a musician if i can't 
do the things that other people can do. But as I got older, I realized like that's just like a different skill and like you can still right. do the same thing without having that. You know what I mean? Like it'd be really right. cool to know music theory. And I've like considered I've, I've considered like <laughs> learning music theory, but like it's OK if I don't know. Yeah, Because they don't know what you know. You right. Know right. It's yeah, same, It's a different it's skill. Same. I Everyone guess. Different. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And like, I, I, yeah, I just love that that you that you brought that up because like a lot of people don't realize that like I guess they don't follow their intuition, and that's kind of interesting. Like that you did that at a really young age that you're like, yeah, I need this piano, bro. And I'm like, my mom, you know, like we didn't have a lot of money growing up, so she's like, bro, like, are you serious right now? I'm like, no, mom, like I need it, like you need to give it to me. Yeah. Um, and like being able to convince her in that moment was like. I'm so glad that I did. You know what I mean? I feel you. I feel you. If, if she would have said no to me, I don't even, I probably would have never kept going with it or kept pushing for it. Mm -hmm. 100%. What, what other instruments do you know how to play? Do you know how to play any of them? Like anything you give me. My oh. next thing that I'm trying to, which I've been saying for like the past three years, is to learn cello. Because um, my mom played cello when she was younger. Really? What's cello? The, it's like the, the big drum. Yes, right? yeah. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. But um, I haven't like got one yet and I keep saying that I'm going to get one um, and I put it off, but. Like, I'm going to do that. Dude, Definitely. instruments cost a lot. Yeah. Yeah, the cello is like, lot. I would say like minimum 500. So, Ooh. and like people have been recommending like, well, you should just rent one. Yeah, but like, rent it, yeah. I'm not going to rent one. Like, you need one. I just need my own. You know I what I mean? I mean, big as fuck to like carry around and shit. Right. No, they are. <laughs> I'm, I'm five. I'm five. It's bigger than you, no matter. I'm five zero. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like a lot of these instruments are the same size as me. Mm -hmm. My keyboard is the same size as me. Like, mm -hmm. so, but I, I don't know. I just feel like I could play it. Yeah, like I could, I feel intuition like I could play it. Mm -hmm. So that's like my next goal is to play cello. But everything else, I mean, anything I've picked up, I can pretty much play. I feel you, I feel you. What other stuff was like, you know, intimidating for you? Like when you started, like, cause you know, you bring up like that you can't, you know, you can't read music, but like what other stuff like was intimidating that you kind of like overcame, you know? There's so many things. Right. Like well, I feel well, like every day I'm figuring something out figuring something else out that I'm overcoming. Like the mm -hmm. most recent one is like, I do not know how to naturally harmonize. And as really? a vocalist, like people are like, what do you mean? And I can't, like, I can't figure it out in my head. Like I can't hear the harmonies. Mm -hmm. So like a lot of the times I will go from to my friends and like ask them to help me arrange these things for me because mm -hmm. I just can't, like, I don't know. And, and it's a skill, like I'm learning and I'm getting better. I'm I'm at a way better place than I was previously with it, um, but that's embarrassing. Like to go into a session and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, can you just add a couple harmonies?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I really don't know how to do that." Like, I'm like, "Can you like hum it for me, maybe?" Like, I don't know. Like, that's something I've been struggling with, um, which I don't ever hear anyone talk about. So I get really embarrassed. Mm -hmm. I hate going to sessions like if I'm not prepared because yeah. I just don't know what I'm gonna have to do, and like I hate being in that position of being like okay, let's uh, reschedule and I, I can come prepared with harmonies. But you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I just hate that. Mm -hmm. like, that's my current yeah. struggle right now. But no, that's what's up because it's all a, it's all a learning. Yeah. It's all learning at the end of the growth at the end of the day because like one thing that I find is really interesting is that like a lot of people try to get to a destination and you shouldn't be trying to get to a destination, you know? You should just be going through life, just focus really just, journey, yeah, yeah, fo yeah, focus on the journey, you know what I'm saying? You should never be trying to get to a destination. Yeah. And, and, that, and that 
and what you're going through is just you you already know in a year come on now you ain't yeah, gonna be you even have to worry I'm about hoping, that I'm hoping. You, know, you, ain't, you don't even gotta worry about that within a year but but i love that you you know what i'm saying shared that because a lot of people probably go through go through, go through that and like like again like they they still don't have the ability to to what you bring to the table you feel me and you're open about it too yeah. you realize yeah. it's one of the flaws exactly yeah it's, it's become easier to talk about but it's so embarrassing like i've been even in sessions with like rappers who aren't singing and they're like what do you mean like i could do it for you i'm like this uh -huh. is so embarrassing um but so like what's what's uh what's a like typical studio session with you like you know you um come, you know full songs written only the hook or you know are you just writing while you're in the studio walk us through like a, a typical mariah you know sort of studio session um it depends on like what the session is or like what I'm doing. Most of the time I write my music at home since I play instruments. Okay. Um, I will write the song and then bring it to a producer and we'll kind of build on that already. And I'm like, oh yeah, I hear strings. I hear this or whatever. Um, as of recently, it's been since it's been a lot of like dance, electronica, house. Yeah, yeah. Um, those are already like, I'll come into a, a session in which um, I've been working with um, my good friend Hunter and uh, He'll kind of just be like, what vibe are you feeling? Kind of like a, a Kenny Beats type of okay. influence. So we'll sit down and don't overthink it. I'm yeah, going to go yeah. ahead and create something. Can you write a hook? And um, kind of bounce ideas. Yeah. Like, and then yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll just write a full song in however many minutes. And then we'll record that. And that's like our demo, you know, okay. we'll go from there. Yep. But for the most part, like for um, a lot of the music on my project that's going to come out is me. I wrote at home on the piano or me on the guitar. And then I brought to someone else and we kind of built around that. Got it. Mm -hmm. Got it. Is, is that, do you feel like you work better like that at the crib? Yeah. yeah. Really? Oh my gosh. I hate, well, I'm, this is something I'm working on and uh -huh. I'm getting better, but I, I hate like writing with hella people around me. Mm -hmm. Like I have a rule that I don't want, if you are not contributing in my session, you should not be in this room. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I mean that like with all the love that I can give you, no mm -hmm. disrespect, but like, you are not contributing and you're kind of just taking up space yep. and distracting me. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Like, like there's no reason why you should just be sitting here unless I ask you to, which I never ask anyone to come to my <laughs> sessions. Like, I don't care if you're my best friend, you're my sister. Nah, I will see you after my session. Like I just, it's just pointless to me. Mm -hmm. um, so honestly, I forget, what was the question again? Uh, just like a typical studio yeah. session. Oh, but yeah. you, you <laughs> asked it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I keep forgetting what the hell we're talking about. But yeah, it's basically that. No, for real. Um, like, how was actually, like, making your first song? Like, let, let's get yeah. into that. Because it's always, like, I guess it depends on the artist because it's always an interesting uh, question that we ask. So, like, how, how was that? Um, so, I wrote my first song, um, Breathe, in eighth grade. Really? Yeah, and it's really interesting because when you look at the lyrics, like, it seems like I'm going through some deep shit. And it was really just my friend was mad at me. Really? In eighth grade, yeah, really? and I like took that shit to heart. Like, <laughs> it's the end of the world. It cut like, deep, yo. So, so, does, so does everything you write like is it on a personal tip or is it on like a? Mm, it varies, but like, I journal every day. Oh, um, I went to I school okay, for cool. um, journalism for a little bit. So like, and I just talk a lot, you know. So if I got no one to listen to me, I'm gonna write it down. Yeah, I feel you. And I feel you. so a lot of these things, if you kind of like consistently read my journal entries and you hear some of these songs like I can relate to them you know what I mean wow, okay so it's essentially just like um 
a melodic journal entry yeah. that you can really? hear. Really? Yeah. And some of it, like, the more... A melodic journal entry. Yeah, the most recent stuff is, like, nothing to take too serious. Like, Kick It With You is just, like, a joke. Yeah. Like, yeah. my mom made a reference about, like, oh, yeah, we used to kick it back in the day. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Like, does that mean sex? Does that mean not? Uh-huh. She's like, nah, that just means hanging. And then I was talking to someone else and they're like, no, no, that, that means you were hooking up. And I was like, what the fuck does kick it mean? So, depends on the content. Right, you just don't, you don't even know. Yeah, so in the yeah. song, that's what, like, what even is kicking it? Like, we don't even fucking know. Uh-huh. Like, I just, it was just based off of a conversation I had two days prior, went to the session and I was like, oh, I kind of like that phrase, let me use it. You know? Yeah, what did your mom think of the song? Oh, she likes she it. Like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. Dope. See, see that that's really interesting because that's why I always wonder, like, is is she talking about somebody or is or is oh, he talking about somebody? You know what? There is a reference in there though, like kick it with you. Right. I went to this event. Um I went to this event and there's like some girl that just pissed me off. Like <laughs> she said something like, I don't know what she did, but she did something that just just I felt disrespected by uh-huh. her. And my friend was like in the back seat of the car, was like, Hey, can I give you some advice right now? I turned around and I was like, No, you can't, because I don't care. I don't mm-hmm. want your advice. And then she was like, look, you just got to charge it to the game. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck? Whatever, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But then yeah. I ended up referencing that and kick it with you. Like, I guess I just got to charge it to the game. Uh-huh. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's so that's that song was just a bunch of references that's that people fire. had said to me that I was like, I'll write that down. Write Damn, that down. That's dope. That's fire. That's really yeah. dope. I love that. That may, that makes the music way, way better when you have, when you have stuff like that, actually, you that's know, within your real life. But but what are your pet peeves? Because you brought up uh, you know, you know, that 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 that, that, that girl, like what what you oh, know, do you have my any pet other, peeves? Yeah, yeah. Do you have any other like like shit that you like, oh yeah, I can't stand that? Like, give me one. <laughs> you know there's so many. Like, be for real. I got like a lot of pet peeves. Um let me think. I guess to make it easier, maybe related to like Oh, your, pet peeves in music? It could be anything. Yeah, it could be anything, but he was just trying to make it easier on you. Uh, well, that, like, obviously, people just come into my session that aren't contributing, and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I, really, I really hate that. Um, I also, like, I'm still having a hard time trying to understand this, but, like, I do not like when people smoke in a session. Really? And it's crazy, because, you know, people feel like they need to do that, mm-hmm. but it's, like, hella disrespectful to vocalists who they want on songs or they want in the session, mm-hmm. because the more I'm in taking that smoke, the ho- more hoarse my voice is. It affects your voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, did you did you think about that? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And I feel like that's a big pet peeve for me. Like, I've, I've pulled up to the studios where like, hey, we want you on this hook. And then it's like a hot box. It's smoked out. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, I'm so sorry, but I'm not going to be able to sing right now. Like, what? Yeah. I guess that's like a pet peeve. And I don't really tell people that a lot. I kind of just, I just decide, oh, I'm never coming back here. Like, uh-huh. I just will never, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's like a personal pet peeve. I've never... Yeah, no, that was great. Been. That's a good one. I never thought about that because the studio, the studio, too always, much smoke in the air. Always well, you be know. the hot box. Yeah, yeah. Always be it's, the, it'd be the link up spot too. Like yeah, everyone yeah. wants to talk. Bro. It's a smoke session. Uh-huh. Though, everyone wants to just chill. Yeah, like yeah. what? What are you doing here? Go home. <laughs> <laughs> this shit pisses me off. Yeah. I don't know. That's funny as hell. But um, but after you know you made your first you know single like. When did you like feel like, oh yeah, like this is like I'm good. Like I got this. Yeah, yeah I, know I got those. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think it. anyone ever feels that way. You don't, really? I don't I'm still not at that level yet. Really? No. I feel like it's a form of expression and it's just stuff I do to get out, you know what I mean? Um Do you and, feel like this is therapy? Do you feel like 
music is therapy too. Oh, 100%. I feel yeah. like writing is therapy for me. Right. I love to write music. Um, and you know, up until now, I have never liked my music. I never really? listen to it. I don't want my friends to play it. Like, I don't want to hear it. But like the stuff that I have, I'm making now that's going to be put out in like the next couple of months is like stuff that I'm proud of because I like it and I would listen to it. That's crazy. Yeah, so I don't know if that makes any sense. You say now, like today now or like now, like this year? Well, you know what? Like Like, Kick It With You is tolerable for me to hear. I hear Mm -hmm. it and I'm like, yeah, I kind of like that. You know what I mean? Really? Versus in the past, like all my music, I was just never a big fan of. And um, my like um, sophomore EP that's going to be coming out, like it's music that I like. I like the lyricism. I like the sounds. Like I like everything about it. Which I never had before. Really? So, so, so is that why? So, so that's pretty much why you feel like you you like the stuff that that you have coming out right now yeah. compared to the other stuff. Yeah, hell yeah, really? absolutely. Okay, what what do you feel like the other stuff was missing? Um, I think so. So, say you have an idea, right, okay. for a song, mm-hmm. and you take it to four different producers, mm-hmm. you are going to get four different styles. Ooh, and I think. For so long, like, I didn't understand that the resources were abundant for me. And I didn't understand that it's not a one-fits-all. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was kind of just going with what was there. And I'm, I'm so grateful to the people who helped me along the way. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I just wasn't vocal enough in that time period to be like, no, no, no. Like, this is not something I like. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I love that. Yeah, know? like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. a lot of it was taken in different directions that I wasn't trying to go. And okay. I kind of just went with it. And... I mm. really do regret that, you know, because mm. I feel like they could have had way more potential to be something different than what it was. And that's why my sound is evolving so much and it's very genre blending. It's because like I was still trying to figure out like what I liked. Mm-hmm. And although people do appreciate it and they do listen to it, it's just stuff that I couldn't resonate with. Right. Like I don't I like see that. myself mm-hmm. listening to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the music that I listen to is nothing like the music I make. And there's like a disconnect there. You know, yeah. I should be making music that I would listen to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So wow. like, I'm, I'm getting closer to that every single day. That's deep. That I speaks that. volumes. Dude. I love that. I like that a Cause lot. I, Cause I remember, I mean, I don't mean to bring up other people, but I remember we had K.O. in here. Yeah. And you remember he was all like, from this point and on, from this point on, like, I'm like this was like, the shit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like this yeah. was, and I love that you brought that up because it just, it just makes so much sense. Hell yeah. And, and like, what do you feel like what do you feel like you're you're adding to the to this new music? Like, is is it just everything that you wanted to make? You know, like what what is it? Um, yeah, what was missing? Like, uh, I don't even I can't even really like put that into words. I think the music that I was writing previously, um, well, like my first EP, it was like super super young. It was like the first music I made. It wasn't. There's so many things that were missing, right? I didn't mm. have like an engineer. It was not mixed. Uh-huh, it was like yeah, not uh-huh, mastered. True, like, true, yeah. There was like, it was just like made in my room type stuff. And mm-hmm. I thought that was okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and like, that was cool for the time period for the experience. But now like, I think working with different people, um, I'm like integrating different sounds. Like I love dance music. Yes, um, yes, I love a good yes. pop. Like mm-hmm. right now, um, well, this past year I was really into like drama uh, Neil Francis has been like a, a big inspo for me. Um, just like Dancy. I love Robin. Dancing on my own is one of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. But then also like my project. Well, so those are the singles, you know, dance. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm having fun mm-hmm. because I like that. I love Tovalo, shit like that. But then I love Neil. So that's, a, that's what I listen to. Mm-hmm. You know? 
Um, so I'm getting more closer to that aspect of transitioning my sound to neo soul and R&B because that's dope. People haven't seen that side of me. I have like I have I have a wide range, but I don't show it in any of my music. And my family's mm -hmm. always like, "Why do you do that?" And I'm like, "I don't know. Like, I don't know how yet, but I'm gonna mm -hmm. get there." Yeah. And you're gonna be like, "Wow, this person can actually sing." I just don't show it, which is weird because like I was singing in churches growing up, and like I was the songs I was like covering was like Alicia Keys and shit that I can really show a range for. Mm -hmm. But my music, I wasn't doing that. And now I'm just trying to integrate all the things that I wanted to. In music now so that i would listen to it and it also represents me um in the best way possible you know what i mean mm -hmm. i feel you i feel you because because definitely like the the kick it with you single like that should just make me feel good like no cap like i just love just just the upbeat upbeatness of it and i just love the direction you're going to going going through with with what you just said because that that honestly is so dope. And, thank you. And we got the backstory you. now too. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. And I and you know what I'm saying I know that like these things are personal. And then like when I hear you know what I'm saying these tracks, I could be all like, yeah, you know, like I could connect to that, you know, on a deeper level because a lot of stuff now is just really surface level, you know. Yeah. It's just people are making music just to make it. You know what I'm saying? And they got you know a huge ass hard drive of fucking songs that they never put out so i just love that you know you actually make you know music is personal to you and you know go corresponds with your journal and right like a lot of it's so. pretty i mean if, if you know me you're like i know who she's talking about oh, i know yeah. what she's <laughs> like if, if you're close yeah. in my life and you know you're like oh i know that one that's, that's dope but either, all the things that you do with music like what is your favorite like as far as like um either like uh like writing you know or uh making the music or performing the music like what's your favorite out of just all of them mm, i love performing i love Hell it yeah. like uh this past year, I did so many performances. Yeah, yeah you were at House of House Bands. House of Bands. Yeah, so I've done like festivals. a lot. Yeah, I've done, festival, I've done a lot of stuff. And like, because I didn't have any of my music out, like it's one of the, the best feelings possible to have people come to my shows multiple times because they think I'm a good performer. Mm -hmm. And like That's have people up. sing lyrics back to me for unreleased songs because mm -hmm. they've been to so many shows and I'm like, I know I'm a good performer. Yeah. Like, like, I know it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that, that's my favorite thing. And also, I love writing. Like, I think I'm going to start trying to um, write for other artists because I write so that's much. Dumb. And yes. I don't put out a lot of it, you know? It's not, like, it's not my type of, you know? It's not my... I'm not going to put that out. But I know, like, someone else could probably sing it really good. Have so people like, hit yeah. you up to, like, write for them? Yeah. 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 You turn I, them down or you're like... No, no. I, I feel like in the past, I've had people, like, invite me to sessions to, like, write. And, like, I've, I wrote some stuff and then they like never hit me up again, used my writing, wasn't given any Damn. percentages. It's happened to me a lot. Or like people would just kind of schedule like sessions and invite me to it in, in terms of like thinking that I'm going to be writing, but they're not telling me that. Yeah. And like, I really do appreciate that, but it needs to be communicated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. because I, I am, you know, talented in other forms, not just writing. So I don't know. I, yeah. I think I have like a bad um, history with that, and mm -hmm. but I, I want like moving forward, I would love to write for other people. I feel you, I feel you. I, I please venture off and, and you know do that because that's why I tell everybody that that for real got a pen. That's what you just told KO too. Like yeah. like it, if you got that, like definitely like people could use you a as a resource. You feel me? Right? Like, yeah, I've been and, thinking about that. I was thinking about you know, that yesterday. I was talking to one of my friends who's going to be releasing like music for the first time uh, project, and. 
I was just like, you know what? I have a lot of songs that I think they could like utilize and do something right. cool with. Because right. I probably won't ever put that out, but exactly. doesn't mean that it's not good work. Yeah, it's still a hit, right? Yeah, yeah like I know, I know people would enjoy it. Yeah, so That's I'm gonna I'm do that. Okay, favorite performance, like that you that you've been a part of. Um, I have a couple for sure. Um, I did a DZ Fest. Mm, it's like this DIY uh, festival that happened with like. I think it was like over a hundred artists. Ooh, what was it? I think it was like Oak Lawn or something. Okay. Really? But it's changing. Lawn, this year so. it's gonna be in Pilsen. Oh, really? Um, okay. But it was it was such a good vibe. Like show. it was the first time. It was actually the first show that I had in my full band. Damn. Um, and we what only had like one now? rehearsal. Well, I've had a band, but like I have a set band. Yeah. yeah. Like it's been like a. It'll be coming up in a year where I have a set band that like no, no one's dope. coming in yeah, now. Yeah, like yeah. everyone Ooh, knows this is dope. my band. Yes, dope. Yeah, and that was the first show that I had where I finally had like a set drummer. And because the drummer, man, there's a shortage on drummers in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> you can't a find drummer. a drummer. We need like you. I'm not even joking with you. Like, and all my friends know because we all share the same drummer. So oh. it's like there's a shortage on drummers in Chicago. Yeah. So I definitely like that was the first time I had um just a set band and it sounded so cool. And and we may not have had like um, that like groove yet. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it just felt really good. Yeah. And then I also played um, a show at Cafe Mustache for the Music Fest that had happened. And it's a smaller venue. Um, but I remember it was like two minutes before my set. And it was like kind of dead. Like not a lot of people were there. Mm -hmm. And then like a rush of people just started coming in and like packed it completely. People Ooh, were standing up on chairs. That's dope. Like, I love that. And that was like a really, really cool performance because um I don't know, I feel like I really wanted to express myself. So I was dancing a lot more on stage. And like after the show, my drummer and guitarist like, man, you were really moving. Like you were really dancing. <laughs> and I was like, well, it was a really small stage. Like what was I supposed to do? Uh -huh. I couldn't move around. Like, uh -huh. damn, like I have to do something. Um and those two performances like just made me feel really good because, you know, like the DZ Fest, it felt good to have um, my bandmates around me supporting me. And, yeah. and to be Hell like, yeah. okay, cool, I finally have a fucking set band. Hell yeah. And then um, when we did the Music Fest at um, Cafe Mustache, it was cool to see people come to, to see me live or like to pack out a place to see me. And I didn't really know a lot of these people and a lot of them knew lyrics to songs that aren't out. And that you, was like, that was a good performance. I feel you. I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you this question because I wonder how. Like, I always wonder this. Like, when I see performances, and and we definitely gonna catch up. We definitely gotta catch one of our performances facts, this facts. summer. Yeah. But this is why I wanted to ask you. What do you do to control the crowd? Like, because I know that a lot of artists, you know, they they do different things. Like, they say they tell them like, oh, like they 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 say like the first like bar of the song or whatever and they make them say it you know like right a call well, and response yeah yeah there you go yeah yeah like, a name for it <laughs> call and response oh yeah I didn't even know yeah call and response damn for real we're going to school right now damn. oh god teachers but 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 yeah so like what what do you do to like get the crowd's attention this is interesting because I was literally just talking about this yesterday with mm -hmm. um one of my friends who said that like they went to a show and people weren't paying attention to, to the performer. And the performer the in response was kind of passive aggressive mm -hmm. with the audience. And I was like, yes, okay. It is a responsibility of an audience to kind of pay attention and give that respect, but you're not always going to get that. Right. And it's your responsibility as an artist to take control of the energy and grab the attention from them. Mm -hmm. and, and if one thing isn't working, then you need to change it and try right. something else. Yep. Um, and 
each audience and group of people are different every mm -hmm. single time. You just don't know. It depends on the vibe. 100%. Um, so I can't give you a set answer because it just depends on the circumstance of people in front of me. But it's really you have to feel it out and you have to pay mm -hmm. attention and you have to look at body language and see what they're resonating more with. Hell what are they yeah, dancing you to? Go. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so that that's the best thing that I can say is like have that awareness of, of the people in front of you because it's ultimately up to you to grab their attention. Hell you yeah. can't blame anyone Hell else. Yeah. You do yeah. occasionally have just rude ass people. I get mm -hmm. that. But it's your responsibility to be like, no, I'm on stage. Pay attention to me without being passive aggressive. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. the passive right. aggressive, you're just not getting anywhere. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Because yeah. I, I like the way that you brought that up. Definitely, you got to you gotta definitely look out there and be able to feel the crowd because I'll bring up two uh, situations. I've seen uh, Toby Lou perform and what he was doing was, if a song wasn't hidden, he'll look out in the crowd, switch the song. Like, yeah. And, yeah. And, then, and then what? And people like that song, he'll continue with that type of vibe. Mm -hmm. ah, yeah, so yeah. he's gonna play another song that's similar to that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's kind interesting. Of that's interesting. And, yeah. and, and and then a totally different example. This dude did a terrible. Well, he just he was just well, he was probably was drunk to be honest. But he was on stage and nobody was paying attention to him. He was all like, y'all not fucking with me. Y'all not fucking with me? Play the next song. Like, he kept saying that after every song. Every no, song. Like, bro, it doesn't like, matter. We're not going to pay attention. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you got to, like you said, you got to do something. And, like... Or at least know, like, your audience ahead of time, right? Like, yeah, exactly. I got booked for a bill at Shuba's, and it was two alternative artists. And if you've seen me live, my mm -hmm. music is is damn near R&B. Like, mm -hmm. a lot of it is very groovy R&B. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, we got to take my music, and we need to curate it so that this alternative audience yeah. is going to vibe with it. So we added um, a song in that I don't know if I'll ever release and I don't perform too much, but it was like an alternative song yeah. and we changed the style of all my music to be a little bit more indie alternative. Got it. And the audience obviously vibed with that because that's what they came to see. They were expecting more right. alternative type sound. The whole yeah, lineup yeah. was alternative. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, let's curate it so that they like the sound of it, you know, like, and you can do that with music, yeah. especially mm -hmm. in a live yeah. setting. You can change the style in which you do music. Yeah. Curating um, into the specific right. show and shit. Yeah, yeah. Cause like, you know, if I was in an all R and B lineup, then I'd be like, Hey, you know, like, let's change the tempo of everything, slow it down, yeah. make it, you know what I mean? But it just depends on who I'm going to be with. And I knew that ahead of time. Like, let me look into the other artists on the bill. Let me listen to their music. What are people coming here to see? And that's how I like, I curate that. No, I like that you brought that up because that 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 guy that I'm talking about, he kind of has more of like slower music, and it's like people are not trying to hear this, this Bro, type yeah. of crowd. Like, not all they the trying time. to turn up. Like they ain't trying to hear that type of shit, you know. So, so yeah, that's interesting that you brought that up. And another thing, um, I seen uh, festivals that I went to. It was in Vegas last year. Oh Jesus, the festival with all the old heads. What what is that shit? Oh, the my. old heads. Yeah. Oh I my god. Oh my god. What? What is it? Oh man. Who are the artists? Oh, the it artists? got. It was T Pain. It had a whole bunch of old people on there. I want to see T Pain. Yeah. After, yeah, after this, I'll, I'll tell. I'll tell y'all. But but yeah, it was a festival in Las Vegas. So T Pain. T Pain was there. It was a whole bunch of R and B people. But festival and all like his R and B songs. They had. They changed the the beat. They changed the beat. Uh, I was like, whoa, like this is some real festival shit. But Oh, like yeah, to pick it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just like you were saying. Just like you were saying. That's exactly what he did. All the songs he performed were like turnt R&B songs. You just got to do that sometimes. Because it's like, 
if they really like the music, they'll listen to it in your style. But aside from that, you mm-hmm. you essentially have to win over an audience. Yeah, yeah you're like yeah. this is the range. This is what I can do, and like I can curate it to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So sometimes you just have to do that. Like I, I wasn't trying to be alternative in that that you know uh-huh. that bill, but I was like, damn, this is what people are coming to listen to. So I'm gonna do that. Yeah, so, suddenly you. I'm an alternative artist. Like, <laughs> my eyeliner, you know what I mean? I feel you. But that's not my everyday thing. Yeah, but today yeah. I am like, that's, yeah. I think that's like what makes a good performer a good performer is being able to curate to the audience. Yeah, adapting mm-hmm. to that situation. 100%, 100%. Giving out gems right now. Uh, yeah, no, for real. You know, no, you know real. I do a little bit of writing. <laughs> <laughs> for real. But, but yeah, with your, with your newest single, Kick It With You, like what's kind of like the, I guess like the next, like, I guess you're planning for like the next, I guess the rest of this year, like, cause you know, you dropped this single and you know, I don't know if you're going to keep running singles back. Like, I don't know what you're going to do, but I love the fact that you dropped this single and how complete it sounds. And I like the video that you dropped too on, on oh, the Oh yeah. I was Just like, like the, the content. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Where, how'd you get that angle? Okay. Hunter, man, you know what? I think there's like, there's uh, very few angels that walk on this earth. <laughs> and Hunter is an angel. That, that was such a like a crazy um, collaboration that happened. Like he just followed me and DM me and was like, hey, would you like to come to a session? We scheduled one. Right. And then the same day that we, you know, made a song, he was like, no, nah, we need another song. Like we need, we need to keep doing this. And it's just been working really well, but he's prepared. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he, comes ready. he had like this like wide eye camera type thing. And mm-hmm. um he just was ready for content like and not everyone is you know uh-huh. what i mean and we discussed like what would be a cool idea and um we were thinking in terms of he's really big on like tiktok you know mm-hmm. like and that's not for everybody i'm not gonna lie to you like i hate catering to tiktok mm-hmm. but i'm getting better at it and you know i know what people like to see so i'm working at it um but because we both know like from a marketing standpoint like what people want to see i was like well this is like a what is it um garage uk type b but mm-hmm. i'm in chicago right so that's like very ironic so mm-hmm. how can i showcase this style of music but i'm from chicago right um so we incorporated a bunch of like walking downtown mm-hmm. you know sitting on a rooftop where you can see the skyline behind me mm-hmm. things like that like that's that was dope. a how could i incorporate that style to grab people's attention to be like wait where are you from you yeah, know what i mean right. and it worked so it, it worked yeah, yeah. yeah that was like Man, he really was doing something with that. Yeah. And I was so annoyed because that wasn't just a one day thing, you know? He was like, no, nah, we got to shoot content today. Like, come on. <laughs> Multiple days, bro. It was cold out. <laughs> it was cold out. It's like, no, nah, we got to go downtown. Like, and I was just so annoyed. I was like, okay, like that was like shot with, well, with all the content we put for TikTok. And I kind of put it as a, um, what is it called? Compilation. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, those are multiple days. Damn, but that's crazy. He knew what he was doing with that. And it worked. It worked. And it was the first time that like I had a real hit. I don't know how much it was. It's like like thirteen to 15,000 views or something. That's dope. It's, it's pretty high up there. But that was the first time that ever happened to me. I was like, oh, okay. It's, people like it's this. Yes, you know yes, what I mean? Like, I don't yes. know. That was a, I saw a really huge jump in the content, which it made me realize now. Okay. So people, there's a, this controversy that music videos are actually not needed anymore. Right, mm-hmm. because That's how short huge, of our yep. attention span mm-hmm. is. Yeah, yeah. But if you make a reel that doesn't go any more than a minute and thirty seconds, that's enough that you could keep people reeled in because yeah, it yeah. only takes about fifteen seconds for someone to determine whether or not they want to keep watching or mm-hmm. keep listening yep. or next. Yep. So, like, how could you grab someone's attention within that? 
15 seconds. And you know what? That 15 seconds was actually stats from a couple years ago and maybe even shorter now. Mm-hmm. And like, I had to be able to be like, no, 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 we got to include this in the first couple seconds and we got to mm-hmm. do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and yeah, that shout out to Hunter for having like these crazy ass cameras and shit. He's prepared. <laughs> shout out Hunter. No, He's prepared, come but the, come on the show, Hunter. No, that was that was great. Like I, I love that you that you brought that up. And then like I'm telling you, like it was packaged so well. So like yeah, shout out to Hunter y'all for real. Definitely keep doing that. And yeah, we definitely got a bunch of stuff coming. You got definitely keep doing that. And like you said, like with the whole imagery of it, like if you know if I didn't live here. I would be like, whoa, like, this is mad cool. You know, like, where right, is she like, at? Right, it's yeah. like Chicago. Yeah, it's mad yeah. cool. Like, that, that's, yeah. That's, and it was, like, low it budget, too. You know what I mean? He already had the camera. We just needed to take the time to do it. Right, exactly. Because, like, for, like, other content that people use, like, it would have been really cool to kind of commission someone to do that. But I didn't have the budget for it. Yeah, so, yeah, sure like, yeah, screw, we yeah. just got to work with what we got. Right, you know what exactly, I mean? exactly. And and so like with that with that whole pack package of kick it with you coming out like what is next down the, down the pipeline which like what you got what you got coming up next so I have a okay okay there's a lot of different things which is like <clears throat> super questionable and I've been like sitting on for a while but sure. I have a project that's definitely going to be coming out and this project is like so overdue like mm-hmm. I don't even know people know the lyrics to songs that are not out <laughs> like it's so overdue um, and I, I feel like I just been one procrastinating Mm -hmm. two at the time the resources weren't there for me Mm -hmm. and now i'm just like it's it's all r&b and i'm really really worried about that you know because i have a bunch of singles coming out that are like dance house you Uh know and i'm like i don't know how to fully transition one genre to the next because I don't know how to do that. And uh-huh. I'm scared, you know, yeah. like what if I put out this whole R&B project and everyone's like, no, nah, go back to pop. Guard, yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. um, and I'm still thinking about how I'm going to do that. But like in terms of this year, I'm definitely going to release a lot more music. Um, I started doing music in 2019 and obviously we went through COVID and that completely stopped. Yeah. Like my EP yeah, release right? was canceled. Mm-hmm. So I never had an EP release and nothing really got, I didn't get to push anything. Um, and then I didn't have the resources to make it, make music. So mm-hmm. I stopped for a really long time. And then I think it was like 2020, I released one song. 2021, I released one song. And like 2022, I released like two songs or something. Mm-hmm. And this year I'm like, no bro, like I'm gonna release all these 15, 16 songs that I'm sitting on. I don't care what it takes, but it's gonna it's gonna come Hell out. Yeah. So I've like stopped doing shows for the meantime, which is like crazy. Like last year I was like, shows every week i was Mm -hmm. doing a show and i love it it's so fun but like that's not my priority anymore like it it, it's cool to be in front of an audience but what are they going to be able to listen to when they leave so i think for this year like definitely expect a lot more music for me like a lot more than you've ever seen and that's that's what like ideally you know releasing my project that i was sitting on for so long which like now i don't even know i'm so over it because i've i've been sitting (laughs) on it for so long which I still really, really want to put out. And then a bunch of singles that I have of songs that just don't fit on the project, which are equally as good. I feel you. I feel you. Well, we're going to be on the lookout for real. And and you need to perform at least once so we could pop out. Oh, no, definitely, definitely. We need, we need to see it. Just, just know, if you see us in the crowd, we're just going to give you one of these. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? But but before we get out of here, just like we tell every artist, um, this is all all we want at the end of the day for just any artist to come in here and we just chop it up. You know, if we could do this every year, we would love to. Or if we could do this anytime, we could 
you know, do this. That's that's all we want at the end of the day. And like 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 we said, we're gonna be in the crowd. We're gonna be cheering you yeah. on behind the scenes, whatever the case may be. You got our support, but, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, once again, we appreciate you sliding. Um, stream kick it with you. For real, yeah. stream kick it with you. You <laughs> feel me? In. And we for sure appreciate you sliding. Is there anything else you want to plug before we get out of here? Nah. Thank you so you much bet. for your time. It's no, been really for sure. cool. Yeah, no for problem. Sure. Thank for you sure. for coming through. You already know what it is. It's the Ghetto Flower Fresh Flowers podcast, and we are out. Peace. <laughs>